Every child deserves to live a healthy and happy life, and by donating, we can truly make a difference in a child's life. We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. Welcome back, HTS, to our A Day in the Life podcast. In today's episode, we explore an HTS tradition and student agency around our core moral value of empathy. The two Connections partners for the month of November are Dr. Graham's Homes, a long-standing HTS tradition, and three Canadian charities proposed by students through the Sharing Day application. That's right, Mr. Darling. For November, students were given the opportunity to propose a Canadian charity that they wanted the school to support. Interested students submitted a sharing day application where they made connections to our HTS values and six competencies. Congratulations to Scarlett in grade 8, Stefan's group in grade 11, and Daniel, Simon, and Serge in grade 12, whose charities were selected this month. All three of our students selected charities were interviewed by our media and public relations prefect, Jesslyn. Let's hand the mic off to Jesslyn, who sat down with Scarlett, and listen in to their conversation about Scarlett's choice of sick kids as her sharing day charity. So moving on, we have another one of our Connections Program winners. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Scarlett and I'm in Grade 8 and the organization I'm supporting is Sick Kids. So starting with our first question, why did you choose Sick Kids to be our Connections Partners? I chose Sick Kids because at first I really wanted to help people who had cancer because of my nana had cancer, but then I thought more about it and I want to help a bunch of people, especially kids who need help, not just if they have cancer, but for any sickness or illness they have. So our second question is, what do you think is the most important reason why HTS families should donate to Sick Kids? Um, I really think HTS families should donate to Sick Kids because number one, Every child deserves to live a healthy and happy life, and by donating, we can truly make a difference in a child's life. I feel like COVID has affected everyone, and just for a child to go home, I think would mean the world to a lot of people. Um, Any sickness or illness that a child is going through has affected not that person, but everyone in their family and in their community. That was really powerful. Thank you. All right, so finally, is there anything else you would like to add or tell our HDS community? Yeah, I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who is supporting and donating sick kids. And I really hope that we help a child out and make everyone happy and healthy and everyone is living a good life. Thank you. Thank you and congratulations to Scarlett, both for your inspiration and for your commitment to helping other people like your grandmother. In the Himalayan foothills, is a private residential school that promises a new life and better future to children in need. Here, 1,500 children from infancy to late adolescence receive a first-class academic education in a strong community that nurtures their physical, social, and personal development. This place is known as Dr. Graham's Homes. I sat down with our own Father Crowther to learn about this Connections partner who we supported in the month of November. 
Well, Father Crowder, thank you for sitting down with uh, sitting down today uh, in terms of this episode. For starters, could you tell our audience a little bit more about uh, Dr. Graham's homes and what they are, what they do, and how long the school has been involved with them? I will, Mr. Casinas, and thank you for having me here. I love to talk about Dr. Graham Holmes and what's been done for years at this school. Dr. Graham was a Christian missionary from Scotland who over a hundred years ago was moved to go to North India to the tea growing area. There were a lot of British people there and Chinese working in the tea fields, taking the tea back to China and Britain. And he went there to uh, tell people about Jesus and God. While he was there, he saw an awful lot of children who uh, had no parents. And he realized that this had a lot to do with the comings and goings of so many young men mm -hmm. in that area. And uh, men who, once they were gone, uh, the children were left uh, alone and abandoned. And he said, we've got to do something about it. Uh, England has had, uh, Britain has had uh, some responsibility in this. Right. So uh, part of his uh, missionary zeal was not only to talk about uh, Jesus and God, but to show it, to, to show empathy, which of course is one of our school right. values. I don't need to tell you. But anyway, Jesus, one of his great commands was to go into all the world and care for others. Show that you uh, believe in God. So he made connections with all his people around the world had donations brought in, worked, he was a, an amazing organizer, and slowly over the years built up this Dr. Graham Homes, which is basically a village mm -hmm. with 10 or more homes, great dormitories with 30, 40 kids in them, led by a man and a woman, volunteers, usually a husband and wife, who act like the mother and the father, right. and they help these kids and raise them. There's great schooling there with good teachers. There is uh, gym programs, art, singing. There's a chapel there. Well, it's, it's really a church. Mm -hmm. And uh, lots and lots of opportunities for the kids and uh, good food. So anyway, uh, he began to look after some of the kids the, from that area. Over time, they would bring people up from the slums of Calcutta because they would discover children that had no parents and uh, life wasn't too good for... the Prognosis wasn't too good for those kids in that situation. Then in recent years, because of the level of schooling that these kids received, because some of the graduates went on to do amazing things like build Boeing 707 airplanes or uh, work as bankers and right. lawyers. Uh, some amazing... Uh, graduates there. Oh, all of them are amazing. Anyway, uh, people began to hear and they said, could we go? And at first Dr. Graham said, no, it's just, uh, or the Dr. Graham Holmes said, it's just for these people. And then suddenly they realized it would be good for these people who could pay to help pay the bills right. and that would be shared. And then also for the interaction of both types of students. Um, anyway, uh, it carries on today, and it has its challenges with guerrillas, uh, guerrilla warfare sometimes nearby, and uh, paying the bills and all that, that. But what we are one of many groups around the world that send in our 1,500. Fantastic. And I just learned something about the evolution and understand that people now pay to help um, compensate maybe some of the um, services, but also bringing those communities together. Uh, Father Crowder, I've been here since uh, 2003, and for as long as I can remember, Dr. Graham Home has been part of 
what we do here at HTS. How long, do you have an idea of how long or how many years we've been sponsoring children through that program? It was handed on to me and I never did ask, but I know people like Rod Voss Mm -hmm. and the former chaplain, Walter Raymond, uh, they did a lot of work in uh, in outreach, although it could have been someone before that. Mm. So it's, I would say, at the very least, 25 wow. years we've been doing this. That's fantastic. Hi, everyone. I'm the media and pre- PR prefect this year, Jocelyn, and I'm interviewing a winning group for our Connections program. Um, would you like to introduce yourself and the organization you're supporting? Hi, I'm Gabriel. I'm Christian. And I'm Stefan, and we're supporting the Anishinaabe Health Foundation. All right, so the first question is, what makes you passionate about the mission that the Anishinaabe Health Foundation strives to accomplish? I think that reconciliation is a big part of why we chose this charity, as well as uh, the values, how it relates to our HTS values and how some of those are similar. Mm-hmm. And reconciliation um, is, is huge, uh, especially from past events, um, trying, to, um, trying to recognize those events and support our indigenous communities is really important. Um, yeah, we really, uh our goals align with their mission statement. And um, we really appreciate the work that they're trying to do for indigenous communities all across Canada. Uh, We're also heavily affected by the impacts that they've had on certain people. We had a chapel talk on this woman named Carolyn who suffered from substance use and had severe depression and PTSD. And they helped her rehab and become a better person. All right, thank you. All right, so moving on to the second question. With our donations, what change do you wish to see? Uh, we would like to help the Anishinaabe Health Foundation help other Indigenous peoples, and we would also like to see how our donation will affect Indigenous communities. And our last question for today is, anything else you would like our HTS community to know or support you with? Um, I just think that it's important that everyone here at HTS is always an acknowledgement with the land that we're on and keeping an open mind and always open to learn about uh, the indigenous people that came before us. All right, thank you so much. Thank you to Stefan, Gabriel, Christian, and Toby for your inspiration, as well as your commitment to raising money and awareness for the Anishinaabe Health Foundation. Let's now return to the conversation with Father Crowther surrounding our connections partner, Dr. Graham's Holmes. You mentioned empathy or a school value. How do you think that ties into the students here? How does that um, help build our core moral value of empathy? Well, as you know, most of the children here are with grandparents or parents. And uh, to hear that there are kids in this world that don't have a very good start. Uh, when we do the uh, fundraiser, we speak in chapel a bit about the, the three children we sponsor and uh, the program there. And so our students, let alone our teachers uh, and staff, hear about uh, these kids that are having difficulty, and yet we have pictures and stories of how well they're looked after. And I think we all need to hear that. Mm-hmm. And it makes us appreciate what we've got here, appreciate each other but also know that in this world of ours, some people have a difficult time. And isn't it remarkable that there are people like Dr. Graham and those that followed his footsteps that keep this dream alive of looking after children and raising them. That's great. Uh, I know over the years we sponsored a number of children. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about Jennifer, who we are um, sponsoring right now? Oh, right. Uh, Can I begin with the two boys that just graduated? Of course. 
these kids were brought in as little tots mm-hmm. and uh, orphans. And we, over these 23 years, have been solely helping them to uh, go year by year. They actually, actually left Dr. Graham Holmes and went to college. Right. And Dr. Graham Holmes said, would you support them in college? Because they're bright young men. Um, and so we did. So with, uh, we'll be, they'll be getting replaced. But uh, we actually had three boys at the start. Mm-hmm. So when Jennifer came along, we were delighted that we were finally uh, supporting uh, a girl because, as you know, it's a co-ed school and that's kind of nice to happen. Anyway, Jennifer's situation is a little bit different. She was not an orphan. Um, Her mother worked at Dr. Graham Holmes in one of those houses looking after kids. And she was an excellent helper, but she had these two little children that brought along. So she went and asked and said, you know, I don't have that much money, but uh, because they don't pay them all that well when they work there, just enough. And uh, she said, uh, what about Jennifer? She's bright. And they said, we will see if we can get funding for her. So lo and behold, didn't they get funding for her and her younger brother, Krish? And Jennifer, we've watched from about grade eight, I think, and now she's in grade 12. And year by year, we've had her picture. We hear how she's doing at school. Um, Jennifer's interesting because uh, some of the early boys had no religion, those those, uh, two, Nigel and Alexander. And so they learned about Christianity and became Christian. But Jennifer was Hindu, and her mother was Hindu. And that speaks to the widening of the view at Dr. Graham Holmes, where now, like Holy Trinity School, they tell people about Christianity, they will help you with your spiritual growth or your Christianity, but they also honor the Hindu, the Islamic person, or whoever is there. It's more inclusive. And more than, inclusive. Yeah. Fantastic. So could you share um, with your audience, what are some of your memorable um, moments over the years uh, be- receiving these letters and the interactions with uh, Dr. Graham's homes. Anything sticks out? I have to go back to the boys. Uh, when we got their, they sent us their report cards and when mm-hmm. we first got their report cards, uh, the, the teachers were, the, these kids were like, I don't know, they were eight. And the teacher said, these boys, Alexander and Nigel, need to focus a bit more. They could do so much better, but their marks weren't that good. And, you know, we didn't care because we just wanted to help them have some kind of a life. Right. But it was remarkable, year by year, they began to improve. And just like the teachers saw the potential, we saw it on the report card until finally we get this request. They're going to college. <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing poli-sci. Right. And uh, it was uplifting to see that. That's the first. The second was a program. I think, Mr. Casinas, you had something to do with this, but we wanted our grade fours at the time to actually communicate with these kids, mm-hmm. to give back some of these letters that they'd receive. So our little grade fours wrote letters saying what their interests were, very short, and sent them off to the boys. Well, at that time, the boys were sending emails, so we got emails back, and they said, can you just pass these notes right. out? So we printed them and sent them to each one. But uh, I remember... One kid, one child in grade four loved soccer, and he said things like, do you know Messi and his yeah, yeah, team? Yeah. Uh, and anyway, so the other guy said, I love Messi, and he sent a picture, this was Alexander, a picture of his shirt that he'd gotten uh, in, in uh, college, and it had Messi on the back and Messi's number, and the colors of, is it, what color, what team is that, Spain or something? Anyway, uh, the kids will know. Anyway, that just made the personal touch. Right. You know, the kids love to give money and help these kids out. But to actually talk with them 
was rather a beautiful thing with the help of these computers of ours. And that's also really what the connections program is all about: is making those connections uh, in a reciprocal relationship. So what you're explaining was part of our Laura School empathy writing activity, which used to be part of our Student Life Day. But um, it was great to see those exchanges and and for students to make those connections. Father Carly, my last question is. Uh, is do you have any hopes or dreams of this program kind of moving forward, or where would you like to see uh, this Dr. Graham's homes or the school's involvement in the years ahead? First thing, I'd like to see Jennifer graduate, mm-hmm. and if she continues on, I'd like us to support her. I look forward to helping a couple of other young kids. I don't know whether boys or girls or whatever, but I do hope that we will continue this program and find it within ourselves to have fifteen hundred dollars to help these kids every year. I also would love, I I mean, it's one thing for me and a couple of others to encourage people to give money, but this business of getting the kids involved in actually writing letters um, through the Connections program, I really hope this continues uh, so that we give a little bit more and thus get a little bit more. And my final crazy dream is, if we ever start traveling again, that perhaps we could have a service trip or a visit that there. Right. And if they don't need our help there, maybe they could we'd need our help somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But a service trip to go there and see and take pictures and send back and just to, to be touched a little bit more. Right. And that, the idea of a service learning trip or a cultural trip is something that we've talked about for many years. And that'd be great if we could um, be able to do that in the near future. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, Father Carly, I want to thank you for sitting down with me today. And more importantly, thank you for creating a, a safe space, an inclusive space in chapel that gives us hope uh, and values and pause every day to think about those things that are important. So thank you for today. Thank you for the feedback, Mr. Casinas. So our next interview is with Daniel and Sarah from grade 12 and their connections partner is Movember. Our first question is, what inspired you to choose Movember as a charity for one of our Connections partners? Well, Movember has been a long-standing tradition at this school among the senior school boys and some of the senior school teachers. Um, it's a very impactful charity that um, de- deals with this issues such as men's health, um, men's mental health, prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and also suicide among men. And we really just want to see uh, a lot of donations go towards Movember this year. Uh, all the Mobros at HTS have been working really hard to raise funds, and we are so happy that it has been chosen as one of the Connections partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, being at HTS for a long time, it's a, it's a charity that I'm very familiar with uh, because of all the, of course, all the Movember videos, and we always campaign. There's always the HTS Mobros. And because it's such a large team uh, in HCS, it's important to keep the uh, to keep it in the community. So it's very important to make it one of our connection partners and open it up to the to the rest of the school, not just the like in between the Mobros. And then our second question is: What have you done personally in alignment with the mission of Movember, and what do you encourage others to do as well? So me personally, of course, we have our. We have our own page. I have my own page on the Movember website, and I, I have that conversation with my parents, have that conversation with friends about uh, men's issues, and it's important to spread that awareness. I also tried to grow a mustache. wasn't that big, but it's the it's the thought that counts. 
And uh, I also helped uh, produce the Movember video for this year, which is a great way to uh, spread the message to the whole HCS community. How about you, Daniel? Um, this year I'm growing a mustache and I also have my uh, Movember page on the HTS Mobros website. I'm continuing to raise funds by asking my family and my friends, um, advertising on um, apps such as LinkedIn and Instagram, and I'm also growing a mustache this year and keeping active. Um, last year I rode my bike for 12 hours indoors to raise funds, and uh, I thought that that was a great connection to men's health. Um, so yeah we're just uh we're really continuing to make this final push towards the end of november and raise as much funds as we can towards mental health and we hope that you will donate thank you thank you to daniel simon serge and all of the hts mobros for your inspiration as well as your commitment to raising money and awareness for men's health well that's all for this month's episode Please tune in next month when we learn about two more Connections partners. Lars Daybreak, a Richmond Hill organization welcoming adults with intellectual disabilities, and Children Believe, an international organization helping children attain greater access to education. Big thank you to Jesslyn and all of our participants for making this episode possible. HTS, continue to support your passions by helping people around the world. Bye for now. Pretty, pretty. That's all, folks.